boys and girls, welcome to this special Holy Week slash Easter episode of Pastors of Pain. I am so glad that you have joined us. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church here in Stillwater. Uh, This is coming out uh, as a podcast on Good Friday. This is airing on the radio on Easter Sunday. Now, you'd think that Father Kerry would show up, (laughs) this being a special episode. Number one, it's our 202nd episode. And that it's also Easter. Nevertheless, he is nowhere to be found. He actually, I forget. Anyway, he's not here. He had a, he had a meeting and anyway, it, it just works out that way. But better than Father Kerry will ever be wow. is today's special guest. This is an episode for the moms. For the moms. I would like to introduce Reagan Caldwell. <laughs> I am very happy to be here. Yes, Reagan Caldwell. So, so Reagan, Reagan, that that name might be uh, familiar to you because Reagan's husband Clayton has been on numerous times. Yes, but Reagan has <laughs> never been on. Never what been the on. heck? Yep. Why is that? I don't know. Clayton's good at talking about anything and everything. This You're good at vibe. talking about things. <laughs> Maybe not as good as him. Has he been on other podcasts? I don't is think he so. cheating on us? No, I don't think he has. Okay, just this one. Just this one. A couple times. Huh. Anyway, Reagan uh, is awesome, and so we're gonna we're gonna learn a little bit about Reagan right now. Are we ready? Are you ready, Pink wow. County? Okay. So, Reagan, um, how did you get to Stillwater? Give us give us a little a little background because it's fascinating. Okay, ready? Go. <laughs> um, well, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. This is my first podcast ever. 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 Oh Never goodness. been on a podcast. Amazing. Pretty crazy. Um, so, Clayton and I. Ended up in Stillwater in 2019 in August because we both graduated from AM. He was a missionary at K State for a year while I was finishing my fifth year of school. And then I became a first year missionary. And we came here together as focused missionaries. I remember. What yep. a day. What a day. We were engaged. We got oh, married. Oh, that's right. You were engaged yeah. and then got married like December. halfway through your first Correct. year. December yes. 2019, December 14th. So we were, we moved here and I was first year missionary. He was my team director and he was a first time. Your team director. fiance was your boss. My fiance was my boss. <laughs> and awkward. then we got married and it was. Then your grand. fiance, then your husband was your boss. Yes. Ew. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Kind of weird. Then, uh, so you were a focused missionary. So that was what the nineteen, the the twenty nineteen twenty twenty school yes. year. Then twenty twenty one or twenty 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 one. Yep, that was last year. And then this year, what <laughs> is your status? I mean, you so, are yeah because you have a you have a baby. I have a child. Who His is, name is Joseph. His name is Joseph. He's twenty months old. Nineteen. Oh, 19, nineteen months, months yeah, old. Yeah, close. We were debating before the show started <laughs> of what at what point do you stop counting yeah, the months? I don't know. I feel like moms would say to other moms, like, oh, he's 23 months. Moms, but what to other you, people. What do, you th- what do you say? <laughs> I don't know. I figured it out real quick that I'm, um, I'm five, I'm 558 months old. <laughs> wow. I'm going to start you describing, tell people that, describing you? myself that way. Yeah. Or my mom should describe me that way. <laughs> oh, I have a, I have a son. He's, yes. he's 558 <laughs> months. <laughs> no one would be able to calculate get, how old get, that really she'd is. Get funny looks. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you have a son who is 19 months. Yes. And then you are with child. I am with child and I'm due in on the 18th. Wow. I know. I'm like, what day is it? I don't even so know. So Easter, that's going to be at least Easter Monday. E- Easter season. Oh, that's Easter. Oh, because Easter Easter's Monday. the 17th. Yep. Wow. 
Wow. Yep. Wow. It's going to be You can have a baby exciting. during the octave of Easter. Yes. Or on Easter. Yeah. Or Holy Saturday. Any of it. By the time this airs, <laughs> yeah. the baby could be born. Baby could be here. I know. I was just thinking that. That Pretty is crazy. wild. And I'm really excited. I really want him to come. Wow. <laughs> I want him to be out um, of me. Boy or girl, we know. It's a boy. It's a boy. I'm a boy mom. Wow. Two boys. Two boys. And everyone, I'm sure, asks you, like, you have, you have names or you don't have a name? You're we waiting. We have a name, but we're waiting to You're share. Waiting. Okay, don't share. Don't yeah, share. I don't, don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't even want to know. You'll know soon. Demarcus's um, <laughs> real... No, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm making up names <laughs> of great. Father Carey calls him Moses the Black. Moses the Black. There's yeah. another weird saint name that he calls him. It's totally not his name. <laughs> That's awesome. A classic. So I would like for this episode to be for the moms. For the moms. Because we're, it's Father Carey and I, I mean, we're two priests. We're men. We talk about life in the parish and life as priests. Um, and I know we have a lot of moms that listen. Yeah. A lot of young uh, moms and moms to be. Right. Um, moms whose kids are like my mom, mm-hmm. whose kids are all grown. I'm the youngest. I'm mm-hmm. 558 months <laughs> and I'm the youngest in, in my family. <laughs> and then we also have uh, moms <laughs> who, you know, like you have, you know, maybe young children or teenagers. Yes. yes. Uh, or uh, maybe are single and, you know. Want, want field to of to field of day. yeah field of vocation of marriage right. and mm-hmm. motherhood and um I'm a rookie mom just saying I'm totally not a veteran mom for anybody who's listening what uh what's like what's like your like number one mom mistake that you've made oh in twenty months in nineteen Shoot. nineteen the nineteen months mm. where you've been like okay we are not doing that with baby number two this I don't know. The first thing that came to mind... This is like an expose of Reagan and Clayton's parenting. (laughs) The first thing that came to mind, which this is totally kind of a hot topic for moms these days, but is... Let's get into it. This show is all about controversy. Oh, I don't even know. It's just, it's a whole thing. Joseph still is not sleeping through the night. Fully. Wow. And that has been tough. I would imagine. (laughs) There's lots of different techniques and methods and strategies for trying to get your child to sleep through the night that people have lots of opinions ignore, on. Ignore him? And there's lots Is that of, one? That's one. That's what I would do. There's lots of them. Which might be why I don't. We've tried lots of different things and I mean just it's not like I don't know I don't necessarily think it's like it was a grave mistake we'll never do it again but we definitely will change our method this time for the next baby because he might never sleep through the night until he's six. I don't know. He's going to be 28 and he's going to be waking up forever. Still. Yeah. Wow. So, so does that happen to a lot of babies or is that, I, is your baby extra special? I think so. No, I mean, I don't think Joseph is generally a great sleeper and some babies just are yeah. better sleepers yep. from the get go. And he was never that way. And, um, I think it, ha- I just think the whole sleeping through the night thing, I've found that lots of moms wrestle with all the different methods of like sleep training or not sleep training. Where are these, uh, where are these methods obtained? These are uh, like books and websites. Books, and- yeah. Books, blogs, social media has millions of pages on different websites, like different. Um, What's like the worst parenting advice you've received? Ooh. Like someone who you're, you're just like, you are so dumb. Mm. I cannot believe you just said that. Honestly, all of the things that I've thought that about are people telling me like, oh yeah, just wait like three more years to have your next one. Oh, or like yeah. people, <laughs> when we got married, they were like, 
oh so you're gonna wait like a while and i'm like no they're we're pregnant really, oh you already were yeah you know or like <laughs> stuff like that that was the only thing that i had a lot of moms like a lot of people tell me that and i i i understand where they're coming from but I, it was the kind of advice and i'm like don't know how to respond because we're not taking that advice at all you know so i was uh, the <laughs> other day i was with a uh, a family and she's pregnant uh-huh. and we were around like some college students and and uh, a college student who will remain nameless uh, walked up <laughs> to this mom who is pregnant yeah. and due within weeks yeah. and said, wow, you are super pregnant. Oh, no. Um, Come on. So that, that's, a, that's one. Th- what, what would be other examples um, for the, oh for the men, for our, our male listeners? Mm. Uh, what would be things, things to not say either to uh, someone who is pregnant, as you are, yeah. or to like a new mom? Well... I'm trying to think. Offensive or dumb, what don't you say? Yeah, definitely the comments about being huge. (laughs) People are like, what is that? Wow, you you are are so big. And they're, what they're trying to say is like, you're just, you're pregnant. Like, that's exciting. It's not like a diss. They're like complimenting you, but They're complimenting me, but but it's like, I don't want to be told I look huge. Yeah. No woman wants to be told they look huge, you know? But I know what you're saying and it doesn't actually offend me, but I'm just like... You just got to know you don't say that to a woman yes, ever. Yes. Um, I also just think, I just think that a lot of moms will be really, have great intentions. They're well-meaning, but then they'll just tell you what you should do with your child. Well, like, all yeah, the time. You, well, you're not going to have another, you're not going to, you know, you know you're not going yeah, like, to wait immediate. a lot. And, and that's fine if people do, but I didn't want to do like, we got pregnant right. quickly when Joseph was however many months, 10 months old. And so, um, I don't know. I just think there's this like. It's just the mom that wants to take care of other moms, and I get that. But then a lot of advice, lots of advice, and I I love the advice. I like want to receive it, but I think when there's this like tone of like, oh yeah, you have to do this, or else you're crazy. I'm like, okay, but yeah, that's <laughs> but, how you did, yeah, that's, you know, yeah, that's not how I'm gonna do it, and that's okay. I respect you, but I'm gonna do it differently. And then when you uh, so in a few weeks here, you're gonna have uh, a 20 month old. And a, and a baby. Correct. My guess is people are going to say things like, what are you not looking like? What, what, what ought people not say to, Yeah. you know, you're at the store Yeah. and you have Joseph who, you know, can walk and yeah. moves around pretty good and talks <laughs> yeah. a lot and, yep. and a baby. And people are going to say, people will look shocked and they'll like think I'm really overwhelmed or like. Try, I don't know. And I, you I might feel, be. And I might be, but yeah. but the response is like, that's, like, it, you can just sense, people don't usually say anything, but there you can sense when someone is- Judgment. At, like, I'll have some older women come up to the store and, like, really encourage me and tell me, like, oh, yeah, I had six babies, like, back to back, and this is amazing what you're doing. Like, I know it's, like, I've had people at the store with even just and that's Joseph. Good. And that's really awesome yeah. because you- as a young mom are like, thank you, you you know what I'm experiencing. But then yeah. other people, they don't usually say anything. I can just sense the <laughs> glares and I can sense the like, yikes, you know, Ooh. like you don't look, you, this must not be fun. And I'm like, it's, I don't hate my life. I'm just at the store with two kids and it's a little difficult, but I love being a mom. There's just this like yeah. sense of judgment. Or, yeah, like, that children you know? are not, I mean, I think sometimes in our world today, especially there can be the, Sort of children are burdens. Yes. Yeah. 
And now is raise are is raising children difficult? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But are yeah, but are they Right. Burdens Burdens and or yeah inconvenience and, and ruin your dreams. No. <laughs> yeah, and you, you yeah, know? you hear that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well I also it's too it's funny too, because when I was pregnant with Joseph, I feel like a lot of people people treat pregnant women generally well. Like people hold oh. doors for you or they'll help you if sure. you need to pick something up or I mean, especially like at St. John's, like people just try to help me and yep. take care of things for me and stuff. Um, but there's something different with having two. Like I feel like the responses I've well, gotten, yeah. them being so close together, especially like people just are less must, helpful. Not that they're less helpful, but it's just, it's not the same like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. It's like, oh, it, I even have had people tell me and it kind of feels this way too. Like once you have more than one it's like becoming a real family like you are a real family with just one but then you have two and it's like you're in this yeah now it's on you have two kids under two and it's this like yeah it just gets more real there's more i don't know um it's not that people are less helpful but it's just a different kind of helpful i guess i don't know if that makes sense yeah no i get it you know what i mean the uh, there's a comedian uh, named Jim Gaffigan who has five kids, yes. and he he makes this hilarious joke where he says having five kids is like I think I've heard this. Yeah, you're like you're pretend you have pretend <laughs> you're sw- you're drowning. Yeah, and then someone hands you a kid. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. That can yeah, it's it's a lot. It is. It's a lot. Totally. All right, so those are some things not to say. No comments <laughs> yeah. on appearance. What about people <laughs> touching you? Like touch. I, I don't mind it. What is the yeah? Some people some people get really freaked out by it, and I don't mind. I'm like sure. But you should probably ask, right? Yeah. Like some, if a stranger yeah. just starts touching your belly. Yeah, I guess I don't have a lot of strangers trying okay, to touch good. my belly. People you know. People I know. Okay. And it's totally. I'd fine still ask. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, you and Clayton uh, yes. are regular mass goers. Correct. So certainly on Sundays, <laughs> yes. and then you guys go, go a, a fair amount during the week, yes. if not every day. Mm-hmm. What is that like? Uh, tell from your experience, and then I want you to help, kind of help other people help young families. Yeah, go to mass. What's your ex- yeah. been your experience of a nineteen month old <laughs> at mass? Okay, I have like no advice for how to take a nineteen month old to you mass because it. it's just hard for us still. It. See, it's I actually am like gonna call Rose Cabine and be like how do I take my 20 month old to mass yeah. what are your tips and yeah. tricks um, but yeah definitely we have had uh, Joseph is just a busy boy he's active he moves and he moves around he likes to talk he would prefer to run around for hours and hours and hours than sit still and read a book and I have some friends who have young girls that are toddlers and it's very different for them at mass they can stay in the pew and play in the pew or read a book and it's totally fine but Joseph is just He's really busy and he's really active. And so going to mass for us has been more of a challenge to, you know, navigate trying to get him to be quiet or stay in the pew or, um, and it's just, it's been very seasonal. Like it just changes when he starts crawling. That's one phase of going to mass. Then he starts walking and that's a whole nother phase. So then he's like, it's a new (laughs) skill and he wants to like run around, but now he's 18 months old and he knows how to go to mass, but then he'll sit in the pew for maybe half the time. And do some yeah, activities. Yeah, is an hour. And stuff, yeah. You know, and you're there a few yeah. minutes early. You stay, you know. Right, yeah. So it's probably, I mean, an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes. It is. All in. Yeah. yeah time so, in the car. Right. Get there. Typically by the time it is the homily or the Eucharistic prayer is like 
he's trying to run to the back and one of us is going back and we're kind of switching back and forth because yeah father carrie you know yeah. how, you know how that goes he gets a little <laughs> animated yes he does uh and so then in a, in a few weeks now there'll be then there'll be another there'll one too but one in a in a in a yeah hopefully one will be thing called? sleeping a, in an a, infant in carrier a, in a carrier, carrier. Yeah, yeah yep yeah i think we've experienced lots of different things at mass like some people really We've had people come up and say, I will hold your baby for you and you can go in there and you can pray or like we like our teammates. And you like that or no? Sometimes I do. Now that he's getting older, I prefer to try to get him to come back to the pew as much as possible yep. when he wants to run around. Yep. So I don't necessarily want someone. But when he was younger and he didn't know what was going on at all and he couldn't really learn that, I that was really helpful and I loved that. And when he was being particularly difficult and we had a, he was... 11 or 12 months old and our teammate would come and hold him for us so that we can pray after communion for three minutes together, you know, (laughs) yeah, for like literally half a second. I mean, those things meant a lot to me. It just, it changes season to season, but I think something that has been challenging for us being at one St. John's, which is all students. We are literally the only family with a lot of babies. There's no babies. There's one other baby, but um, usually the mass we go to, we're the only, And, and it's just, very quiet and like any peep you can hear and so joseph will like drink from his water and the whole church can hear his his water bottle or his goldfish or something um and then yeah just different experiences going to different parishes where i think something that's hard is when joseph will make a noise or he'll do something and like five people like look at us yeah you know and it's not necessarily a judgmental look but there's just just the the looking at us. I'm like, I'm sorry, but he's eight. That's something old. I try to tell people. Yeah, like in like in seminary, we just we call it like kind of cut like custody of the eyes and yeah. like when you're whatever you're doing, like focus, right. you know. And so if you're like as a priest, if I'm the, I'm celebrating mass, but I'm looking around the whole time. Yeah, that's weird. Right, and it, right. And it weirds people out. Right. Like why 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 is he looking around during mm-hmm. the readings? You know. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever's happening, you yeah. you focus on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times I think people, yeah. So so a kid, you know, drops a book, mm-hmm. yells. Right. I find it like the new St. Francis, like a child's voice. <laughs> they, really they'll carries. yell. You know, they Throughout yell. The they church. hear their yeah. voice, and then yeah. they and then they're like. Like oh wow, <laughs> uh, I, and then they then right. they do it again and yeah. again yeah. And so when people look, mm-hmm. like if you are gonna look, like look and smile, smile yeah. Look yeah. look and like you yeah. Know, thumb, a, a thumbs a, up a would thumbs be awesome. <laughs> because mm-hmm. when people look, there's a yeah. You know you know I was yeah. I always tell like young families like your your child is loudest to you yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, is your child That's loud? That's honestly very true. Sure, but like, right? You think, you think your child is louder? Yeah. Than they I've never, are. and I've never had anybody tell me that Joseph is being too much or too loud. People yeah, are generally do, so. People love out. it. That's people, terrible. people say they love it. You yeah. know, but when I'm in there and I people look at me, I get stressed because I feel like I'm distracting and burdening people. People don't actually feel that way. I'm sure. Yeah. And you know what? Actually. You tell you tell me all the time, like a healthy church is a church where there's crying babies. That's right. If we're and not crying, we're dying. Yes, I Woo! love when you say that because yeah. I have friends who have had really, really terrible experiences with um, parish priests. Yeah, with priests who yeah. are who not kind of stare them down. Encouraging. Or, yes. Um, I mean, I've heard stories where yeah, yeah, the priest in the middle of the homily. Yeah. You know, yes. it's like, excuse I have me, that happened to a friend. 
pointing out, yep. you know, can you take your can child you take, out mm-hmm. as if like I'm what I'm about to say here is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and what happens there? Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully they have like a strong and deep faith and yes. can like put up with stupid stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of people, they'll never. Oh, of course. People never wouldn't want to come back. Yeah. 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 Or they'll that's go somewhere why, where they are. Yeah. That's why yeah. I, you and Father Carey have made Clayton. I feel very comfortable Good. bringing Joseph. But it's I mean, it's definitely hard. But you're right. It's more. I think about it probably more than other people do at mass, but it's still worth it. And, and I know some people who they send their toddlers to mass so that they can, or they send their toddlers to the nursery if the church has a nursery so that they can be with their older children and teach them about the mass. And I think there's just different seasons with kids who are all different ages from being babies crawling around to, to being eight years old and having to really learn and being able to pay attention. And honestly, every family does mass so different. Yep. Like people are really because you know your about, kid, like and you know your kid. Every kid is different. Yeah. yeah. What's yep. your sense on a like back row, front row? We are totally more of a back row family, <laughs> <laughs> and I think most young we families are. are. Yeah, it just because well, we were trying to do, we were trying to scoot up at one point, and then it felt like me and Clayton were so separate, and it was harder for us to like be switching off, you know. So we're more of a. Not totally back row, but like backish. And you're an aisle. You like the aisle. <laughs> we like the aisle. Yeah. The side aisle. So that's something that people can do. Like if you come in, yeah. you know, and there's a family with young children, mm-hmm. like don't make, don't have them scoot in. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're probably going to get up. Going to have to get up. You know, yeah. at some Especially point. Especially with a toddler. And, and move around. Yeah. So yeah. So that's like some helpful advice yep. for, for people to, yeah. you know, kind of Just help. being aware of families, yeah. particularly with and young smile. toddlers smile. and Thumbs babies. up. A lot of thumbs up. Yeah. The encouragement, the, the affirmation. The encouraging. Yeah, because it's hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. And it's about to, I mean, a little, get a little harder. I mean, you're going to, so, you know, mm-hmm. two years from now, you're going to have a, yeah, like a four-year-old, four-year-old and a two-year-old. Yep. Like, yeah, it'll be crazy woo. time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially two boys. Yeah. It's going to be And they'll time. be playing off of each other. Yeah. And, yeah. But you know what? Um, a lot of the parishes that we hope to go to in the future um, we have heard it's just like a total zoo in those churches, and but it's yes. better. It, yeah. Joseph does so when they're one time when we were at St. Francis for Sunday Mass, there was a family with a boy who was probably three sitting right in front of us, quietly like drawing and coloring and mm. playing. And Joseph didn't, I was at Mass by myself without Clayton that Sunday, which oh. I he was out of town, but Joseph was amazing. It was like his best mess ever because he saw other children uh, who were behaving. Yeah. That it really and that helped him. So. College Anyways, students don't have the same effect. They don't have the same effect. <laughs> they just want to make him giggle. They're all and they are fine. Oh, getting do they make faces. Should should people make faces or no? Uh, helpful. I don't know. Helpful or not? Helpful? Literally, this past week, Joseph. There was a bunch of girls sitting behind us, and on his own accord, Joseph just started like just giving giving kisses oh, to I'm all sure them, they and then they're all dying, melting. obviously, and then it makes him want to do it more. Anyways. Yeah, so. That's really hilarious. It'll rile them up. Okay, what about uh, kind of uh, being a mom in 2022? Yeah. Does that, is that awesome? Is that scary? Mm-hmm. Is that, like, what are your kind of hopes and hopes and dreams, fears, you know, for your, yeah. for your children? Mm-hmm. Are you optimistic? Or, are you, I mean, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. today are like, no, like, don't, I would never, I don't want right. to bring a kid into this world. And, totally. Because everything's so crazy which it is but obviously you are so like yeah what, what's mm-hmm. your i think i don't know i, I was thinking about this i've been th- i a couple weeks ago i gave a talk to in our women's group at saint john's on motherhood and then this past week we had another talk that rose kabine gave on 
fertility awareness and nice. um, yeah, stuff natural like that. Just family for planning, natural and, family planning, yeah, stuff like yeah. that for for single women to just be aware of those things before they are even engaged. So I've been having lots of conversations with young women about motherhood and family life, um, which I think is not talked about very often for these young women. But I don't know. I just think we just live in a world and a culture of fear. Everybody is afraid. I feel like everyone is just living in great fear of whatever. Like for each person, yep. the fear that is kind of um, trying to attack their life is probably different. Um, and I don't know. I, I feel like there's just an invitation in the life of faith to recognize the things that are really terrible in the world, to, re- to like live in reality live in the reality of the world that we live in that's not what we want it to be. There's terrible things happening in the world. We live in a very, very fallen world. Um, But to fix our eyes on Jesus, like if we have our, actually in our hearts, like if if our hearts are set on just God himself and our relation to him and what he's called us to, it's like the fear doesn't necessarily just magically go away when we have a life of faith. We just have... God to live with us yeah, in more the midst manage, yeah, you of the manage world. And, right. Yeah. And it gives meaning to the things that are really hard yes. and it gives meaning Even and suffering. purpose yeah. to, yeah, to the suffering of parenthood or the suffering of, you know, what, just whatever it may be. Um, so I feel like being a mom right now, I, I, I don't necessarily, I feel like the only reason I'm not living in a state of fear all the time at the state of the world and bringing children into the world is because, um, I try to fix my eyes just on yep. Jesus himself and what he's called me to and that this is how what he desires for my for my life is to be a wife and a mother and give myself in this way. Um and when I when I live in anxiety, I feel like it's because I start looking at all of the expectations that the world has for me, all of the expectations which are the world, mixed and you, I mean you I mean it's possibly endless. meet never everyone's the, expectations right. of what they want you yes. to be. And we live in a world, especially for young people, for young women and young moms, we live in a world that in our, in our culture is just founded upon technology and social media so much we don't even realize. I think the best thing I did for myself as a young mom was deleting my Instagram. I'm not even kidding. Like it was changed my life to delete yeah. my social media. And it took a long time for me to get to that place. But I just, I just think that a lot of the fear and insecurity and anxiety that people live in in the world, especially young women, young moms, is caused by the expectations that are set for us from other people on social media. Yeah. And um, so I don't know. I I just feel like when I deleted my Instagram this year, it was like the greatest freedom. I feel like I've become more fully myself, actually, by deleting my social media. I'm still on Facebook for, honestly, Facebook Marketplace purposes. (laughs) Um, But I... I mean, Instagram just like totally ruined my maternal instinct and my discernment wow. as a mom. Yeah. And it made me live in a lot of fear. And then deleting it, I just feel like there's greater wow. freedom in my heart, trust of God, greater, a need for prayer and discernment in yeah. my life as a mom and how I'm going to parent. Um, and greater joy because then I'm not comparing myself and feeling like I'm constantly wow. not the mom I want to be because I'm yeah. looking at all these other moms who are better than me on Instagram. You know what I mean? Which they're not. So, yeah, it's just, it's a whole thing. Wow. But I love being a mom. It's the best thing I've ever done in my whole life, even though it's really hard. <laughs> it's really, yeah, well, but, but yeah, know. most things, yeah, worth doing yeah. are hard. Okay, we have like two minutes left, Reagan. Uh, oh, my gosh. Like advice, uh, do you have like advice for uh, 
So like a young woman in maybe in college, high school, mm-hmm. college, mm-hmm. Uh, they feel called to yeah. the vocation of marriage. Yeah. Uh, what Advice. should they? What should they do? I actually like part of the talk I gave on motherhood was on being aware of how social media is affecting your life and how toxic it is for your life and it probably is and so that was one piece of advice I gave to young women a couple weeks ago was just like examining what is taking me away from prayer from the heart of God yeah, and are you having your eyes fixed on Jesus on yeah. Jesus yeah and then I don't know I think allowing like building a life of prayer before you enter into your vocation, building a life that's just yeah, founded now, upon now. God. Okay, you yeah. haven't met anyone. Right, big, right. Okay, big deal. Yeah. But where, where are you? Yeah. yeah. How are you How mm-hmm. are you building virtue yes. in your own life? Yeah. Right. And, and I think the um, becoming a mom, it was like I went from having a structured time of prayer every day to then just all of a sudden it became really hard. And I think when you're, when you have the flexibility and the, and the availability in your life to just have time for personal prayer to build the habit of just choosing prayer over other things in your life that are more fun and more exciting so that you can yeah, grow in your relationship with God. He's the source of our life and um, that will carry into motherhood when it actually gets really hard and then everything is all the flexibility and the freedom or the structure is kind of stripped from you and you have to really choose whether you're going to pray or not or choose whether you're going to read a spiritual book or watch YouTube. Or there's just so many like yeah. real life yep. daily small choices yep. that it starts when you're way before you're in vocation. It starts when you delete your you Instagram. Know. It does. Life starts at the end. <laughs> um, Reagan, thank you for uh, joining the Pastors of Pain. That's thank good stuff. So We're going to call this episode me. for the moms. For the moms. <laughs> Shout out to all of you. Bring Thanks your bring me. your kids to church. <laughs> Please. We, we like it. Yes. We like it. Yeah. Okay, so our prayers are with you, Reagan. Having a baby thank here you. soon. And her husband, Clayton, Thank and you. little Joseph. Awesome. All right. Father Brian O'Brien here. Father Carol will be back next week. Have a great week. God bless.